Salutations, friends. And welcome to another episode of uh, Nerddom. 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 And knowledge. 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 First pick for podcast. Last picked in Dodgeball. I'm James. I'm Jerry. And here today we're going to be talking about John <laughs> Constantine. Yeah. That's how you really say his name, John Constantine. We'll tell you why in a little bit, but... Uh, it's, it's another character spotlight episode, folks. Yes. Character spotlight on everybody's favorite Hellraiser, the Hellblazer, John Constantine. Absolutely, folks. This one's going to be fun. It really is. Because let me tell you, when I, like, you, you hear about a lot of heroes that have led like, storied existences. Oh, you ain't heard shit yet. So, <laughs> so buckle up, Cupcake. This is going to be fun. We could also call this one the legend of John Constantine. It really Because this guy's a fucking legend. Yeah, it's pretty dope. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, we need to say a special thank you to our show's latest sponsor, which is Southern Defense Martial Arts, based in Rockingham, North Carolina. They teach Shoren Ryu Karate for discipline and self-defense. If you're looking to get in shape for the new year, because... New Year's here. Or you want to master the martial arts, give them a try. You can find them online at southerndefensemartialarts.com or southernsportkarate.com. Also find them on Facebook at Southern Defense Martial Arts, where you can purchase their instructional DVDs and soon to be taking their online classes. Absolutely, folks. And we highly recommend it. We do. Not only are we, you know, sponsored by them, we're also clients. We are. Yeah. We are. Now, uh... Some will say we're not actively practicing, participating right now, but... But you, you would be correct, uh, because um, I've just gotten over some recent health issues, uh, and uh, over the past, I don't know, six months, my work schedule's been pretty fucking insane, so I don't really have time for extracurricular activity. And, and we won't we won't get on get into what's going on in my personal life, so... Yeah. But... You know, James got the twins on the way, the, the two twins he keeps at home that he can't let him know about each other, the blonde and the brunette, and it's, it's getting pretty hectic over there. <sighs> We're going to gloss right past that. <laughs> Moving right the fuck along. Thanks, Jerry. Moving right along. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> now it's time to move on to some friends of the podcast. We're going to start with Kalis Boutique. That's K-A-Y-L-I-C-E-B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E on Facebook. World Spelling Bee Champion, ladies and gentlemen. Give them a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So glad all of you can be down here today to clap for us. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but seriously, yeah. Kalis Boutique on Facebook carries clothing and accessories for babies and toddlers. So if there's a new addition to the family or if there's a little one that you think would absolutely look adorable, go check out Kalis Boutique on Facebook. That's Kalis Boutique, where the selection is unique. Damn rhymes. Indeed it does. And so we also need to say a special thank you uh, to our friends over at Joy-Con Gamers. You can find them on Facebook at Joy-Con Gamers, Twitter at Joy-Con Gamers, or you can go to their website, JoyConGamers.com, and when you go there, you're going to find news for gamers by gamers. And who do you want, who you want to get your gamer news from? John Constantine? No, not at all. He doesn't have time for playing video games. He's too busy, uh, he's too busy kicking ass. And, and, and fucking your girlfriend, because that's that John Constantine is what he does. And fucking demons. Yeah, and fucking your boyfriend, too, because he doesn't care. He goes he, both ways. It, it, it's... He is. He was Deadpool before Deadpool was Deadpool. Yeah, he's a, he's, an, he's an equal opportunity banger. He'll bang it all. He doesn't care. And if you think we're kidding about him banging demons, like he literally did that. Like it's a, it's a thing he did. So it's a thing. Yeah, it's, it's a, a thing. It's real. Yeah. Uh, so, but we do have one more friend we need to say a special thank you to. Yeah, uh, he's a social media mogul, folks. Oh, he's mogul. all I like over the place. I like that a lot. Mogul. You can, you can get, absolutely. You can go to YouTube to youtube.com slash final harps. Yep. You can go to Twitch at twitch.tv slash final harps. You can. You can find him on TikTok at, guess what? Final harps. Absolutely. And he has this amazing interview show, which is called. Oh, shit. What is that show called? Oh, come on, Jerry. Come on I now. I can't remember it. 
Sorry, COVID. I get the COVID fog. I can't remember. The final hour. And before y'all think I'm making a light of the situation, I actually did have COVID, okay? So I could have COVID fog. Who knows? Or it could just be the old age and the drinking and, and the drugs. I don't know. It, or a it's, combination it's thereof. Six of one, eight of the other. I think that's how that <laughs> saying goes or something. I can't remember. <clears throat> yep. But, yeah, no, so uh, if you're looking to make a, a social media presence, if you want to become your own social media mogul, I like that word, mogul, yeah, then you can uh, go check him out. He's got all the videos to tell you how to do what you need to do. Absolutely. Uh, and the great interview show, The Final Hour, uh, you can find it on YouTube and on Twitch. Please go check it out. Some amazing guests, amazing interviews. Amazing creators. He's, he's asked them all kinds of crazy stuff. It's, it's, a, it's an entertaining hour of television. Make sure you go check it out. Absolutely, folks. So but, now, Jerry. Yeah. We got we got we got something new. We do. It's brand spanking new. If you're into that kind of thing, my safe word is pineapple. So um, <laughs> we have a uh, we have two new affiliates. Uh, so the first one we're going to mention to you uh, is our newest affiliate. Well, not the newest, the, the most second newest. I don't know how to say this. We got one after that, but it's the it's the big daddy, the granddaddy of them all. It is SaberMasters.com. So you're going to go there. You're going to buy a lightsaber because, let's face it, lightsabers are awesome. I'm gonna, a man. I want yeah, a lightsaber. I want a lightsaber. I want to blow something up. Yeah, you're yeah. going to buy one anyway. So you're going to go there. You're going to put one in your shopping cart. And you're going to look at that price. And you're going to go, hmm. I wish there was a way I could save some money on this and support my favorite podcast. Well, you're in luck, my friends, because you can. What you're going to do is you're going to type in the following. You're going to type in the following keyword, which is N-E-R-D-O-M-44472. That's Nerdum44472. That's going to save you 15% on your purchase. That's money in your pocket. And the best part about it is because you used our promo code, we get a kickback as well. And you get a great lightsaber, and SaberMasters.com sells something awesome. So guess what? It's a win within a win within a win. That's Winception. Yes, it is. You heard that here first, folks. Now, uh, these lightsaber lights are pretty bright, Jerry. They are. The future's I mean, so bright, you got to wear shades. So what, what can we do about that? I mean, there's only one thing we can do, James. we, we got to send them to our other affiliate. Absolutely, which is Yeats.com. Yeetus. <laughs> the fetus. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, Y-E-E-T-Z dot com. <laughs> yes. Yeats. Dot com. Uh, if you go there, the promo code's a lot simpler for this one, folks. Yeah. You want to tell them what it is, Jerry? Yes, N-A-K-10. That's and it. And what are you going to save? N-A-K-10. You're going to save 10% on your purchase. Absolutely, folks. So, and they got a lot of great-looking shades, folks. Some of these models actually will even fit over certain prescription shades. Yeah, you can, uh, over your sunglasses. sunglasses. Uh, you can fit them over your regular glasses. I can't put them over mine because i got those big, honking, thick glasses. I can't do that. My glasses are so thick, I can see the future so i I can't wear i can't wear sunglasses over mine but let's think about this you're gonna buy a sweet ass lightsaber you're gonna buy some dope fucking shades you're gonna save money on both and your favorite podcast gets a kickback from both purchases why can't you go wrong you can't go wrong you can't that's a that's a fantastic afternoon to me that's like my life is complete now and you know what the best part about it is even if you don't want to buy it for yourself i bet you know somebody who likes lightsabers or likes sunglasses yeah there you go they make fantastic gifts uh james actually got us all yeet sunglasses uh for christmas they were fantastic and the best part about it is you're able to choose the color you want absolutely and they've got a wide selection of colors and uh shades of lenses folks 
Just go check them out. Just, just go check them out right now. Well, no, not right now. Finish the podcast yes. and go check them out. Yes, absolutely. And then remember your, your promo codes. Put those in and save yourself some money. Absolutely. But, Jerry, what time yeah. is it now? Well, right now it's time for us to tell you about our social media. You can find us on Facebook at Nerdum Knowledge Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerdum K. You can check us out on Instagram where we have posts and memes and things. Oh, my. You can go check out our Teespring store, teespring.com slash store slash Nerdum Knowledge. Purchase your very own Nerdum Knowledge merchandise. Maybe you want to tell the world that you like butter. Maybe you want to tell the world you're into queef jokes. Maybe you want to tell the world, damn it, Jerry, because this is how you feel. Or maybe you want to tell the world, damn it, James. Yeah, which is which is coming very soon. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, the important thing is that's another way you can support the show. Go purchase, uh, you know, your, your your shirts and things, and we get a little bit off profit off the top. The most important thing though is you get a way to represent your favorite podcast, and that's what truly matters. Absolutely. <clears throat> and you can also check out our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash nerdmk. We're going to be doing a live stream soon for our uh, lightsaber giveaway, which we'll talk about in just a minute. And then we're also going to be uh, having another D and D podcast coming up. A DN live stream, sorry, uh, towards the middle of the year once we work out some technical difficulties and, and get a more conducive recording area. Absolutely. And uh, we have promised more Twitch streams, and more Twitch streams will be coming. Yes. Uh, we will be bringing you more information on that as we get it. Absolutely. As we work out details, right? Yeah, but the final thing we want to tell you about is our Patreon. So, James, take it away. Absolutely, folks. So, you know how it, you know how Patreon works. If you like a creator that's on Patreon, you go to their Patreon, you support them that way. Here's what you got to do. Go to Patreon.com or download the app through the Apple App Store or through your Google Play Store. Go to Patreon, look for Nerddom and Knowledge Podcast. You'll find us there. You'll find a couple of videos up there. Uh, If you like what you hear and you enjoy listening to us, if you want to support us, that's how you do it. And there's no better time to use some of that disposable income to support the podcast than right now. And we're going to tell you why. Yeah. We are doing a giveaway of two lightsabers. We just mentioned it a moment ago. Here's why we're bringing it up right now. You have three ways to enter this giveaway. You can either, if you're on TikTok, you can go to a video, which is either on mine or Jerry's account at Slither Into My Nightmare or at JC DePanda. Yep. Uh, JC underscore duh underscore panda, rather. And you can comment one keyword from any episode after the D&D livecast. That's basically mm-hmm. season two. Yep, just one. Uh, but you can do one entry for every episode since then. Which is like, math hurts. Uh, I think there's 30-something episodes since then. Yep. So, yeah. And also... The second way to enter is you're already going to be doing it if you're listening, probably. You're going to enter the Nerd Nest giveaway. Yep. When you enter the Nerd Nest giveaway right now through the giveaway, your entries into the Nerd Nest will also get you an entry into the giveaway for the lightsaber. You're double dipping for free, my friend. Absolutely. Now, the third way, and here's where we go to Patreon. Let's see what we did there, how we segued into yeah, that. That's a good segue. What that's even better is- than one of those motorized scooter segues. <laughs> It's close. It's close. It's pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> but what you do is, if you donate between one and four dollars, you will get one entry for every dollar donated. Correct. But, but once you hit that five dollar magical mark, my friend, double entries. Five will get you ten. Ten gets you twenty. Twenty gets you forty. So on, so forth. A you thousand will get you two thousand. A million will get you two million. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, <laughs> I can't. I'll just let that hang out. There. I, I can't. I can't. <coughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, 
in full disclosure, th- th- this pair of lightsabers cost two hundred bucks. So uh, if you if you want to donate more than two hundred dollars, feel free. But I feel like at that point, like you're you could just go and buy them yourself. And I'm not saying we wouldn't appreciate the support, but uh, so just keep that in mind when you're making your donations. You can donate as many times as you like. Um, the cutoff is April 10th, though, so you got to have them yeah. in before then. Absolutely. Midnight Eastern Standard Time. Yes. April 10th. Because we is on the East Coast. Yeah. East side. <laughs> but uh, there you go, folks. That's everything about the podca- about the uh, giveaway and how to enter it. Yeah, and everything about our social media. Absolutely. So right now, uh, I guess we should just go ahead and transition into everybody's second favorite part of the show. The, the nerd. Nest. But da-da-da. All right, so full disclosure, like, there really is no, like, John Constantine merch type thing, whatever. I mean, they're, they're, we, we found some shirts. They're okay. Yeah. And there's, like, things or whatever. So... Uh, what we actually uh, we got you uh, was there was a uh, figure series done a couple years ago uh, by McFarlane Toys based on characters from the Hellblazer universe. And so you will have your very own full, well, not full size, not like the same size as Constantine, uh, but, you know, your standard action figure. Um, they're not dolls, by the way. They're action figures. They're action figures, you son of a bitches. Uh, no, but you got, you're going to have your very own John Constantine uh, action figure to put on your shelf. That's going to the nerd nest. So, uh, absolutely, folks. And by the now, way, he does not come with snarky British accent. You will have to add that on your own, right? Uh, or you could just take snippets of the TV show or the movies and use that. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but uh, where there is a nerd nest item, there's a nerd nest keyword. No, no, we're not going to give you the keyword yet. But what we are going to do is we're going to go ahead and give you the email because you're going to need it. When you get the keyword and to also enter the giveaway for the yeah, so if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Uh, you're going to want to write this email down because uh, you're going to need it to basically enter every contest from now until the end of time. So. Pretty much. So that email address is nerddomandknowledge at gmail dot com. That's n e r d o m a n d k n o w l e d g e at g m a i l dot c o m. Dunking on you fools since 2020. Skadoosh. <laughs> I like the way when he when he spells it. Now. It almost sounds like a drum solo. Like. I like it a lot. Okay, so uh, having said that, we're going to take our one and only commercial break, and then we will be right back. Hey, folks, it's James and Jerry from the Nerd and Knowledge podcast, and we're here to talk to you about IT Services and Networking, LLC. If you need a fresh install or just some upgrades to your existing network, owner-operator Will Clark has got you covered. That's right. You can find them on the web at www.itservicesandnetworking.com or you can reach them by phone at area code 910-461-7145. You won't find a better company to handle your IT needs. No, you won't. Yeah. And we're back. And now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Fun Fun facts, facts, fun facts, super duper fun facts, because these facts are fun. Yay! All right, so um, I, I know it's kind of weird to say fun facts about John Constantine, the guy who literally like slaps demons in the face, but we promise you we found some fun ones. So here we go. Yep. So his first appearance was in an issue of Swamp Thing, uh, where he agreed to help the good doctor figure out who he really was. Uh, yeah, uh, in that issue, uh, Swamp Thing had actually forgotten who he was. Yeah, and, and so this was actually during that time where uh, I don't know if any of you follow Swamp Thing, but he went from being a scientist who was caught in an accident, who 
started growing plants out of his body type thing where he actually became referred to like as the avatar of the green he was literally like the living embodiment of the earth and its power and its life force type thing um so this is in that kind of gray window and so they brought in john constantine uh who in the first issue uh didn't even say a word he was just standing in the background and then 12 issues later is when he showed up and actually spoke and had his first words with Swamp Thing and told him what he was there to do. So, Yep. <coughs> now, his look is based off of the musician Sting, with one of the artists saying they borrowed so heavily from it, they're surprised they didn't get sued. Yeah, so uh, I cannot remember the name of the movie, To Save My Life. Uh, there's a movie in the 80s where uh, Sting had the spiky blonde hair, wore the soup tie, the trench coat. The colorations were different, uh, but like if you look at him, you look at John Constantine, you go, uh, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and amazing that they didn't get sued because, like again, if you look at him, it's, wow, holy yeah, it's shit. <laughs> don't stand, don't stand so, don't stand so close, don't stand so close, close to, to my me. likeness because I'll sue you. <laughs> so uh, by his own admission, uh, as we mentioned forward uh, for, before, his last name is pronounced Constantine. Not Constantine, but the more Americanized pronunciation has just stuck. So he's always been John Constantine. I hate to say it, but John Constantine tends to flow a little bit better for me than Constantine. It does, and I think it has a lot to do with you know the the uh, Roman Emperor Constantine. Probably is where it goes from. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't yeah. know. It just flows better for me. I don't know. But that's just me. Yeah, I like Constantine better. I'm just going to say it. Yep. Uh, for a short time, he was the leader of the Justice League, Dark, before being ousted by Zatanna after he abandoned the group. Yeah, so for those of you who aren't familiar, there's the Justice League. And then there's Justice League Dark, and they kind of deal with all the supernatural stuff. Yeah. Uh, so John was the leader of the team for a little bit, and then he didn't show up for a mission. And they're like, no, you're out. That, that's not how that thing goes. Yeah. Now, where was John? He was probably off saving the world in a different way, but they don't care. Then again, truth be told, he could have been banging a demon or a man or a woman. Who knows? It's a possibility. Now, so this is something that I did not know. Um, I was not aware. Uh, but there was a sequel written for the 2005 film starring Keanu Reeves as a title character that would have been a hard R, and I'm talking real hard R, with way more horror and violence, but it will likely never see the light of day. That makes me sad. It does. Because John was actually, uh, actually, I'm sorry, Keanu Reeves was actually on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon was asking him, you know, if there's one role in any movie that you would like to do again, that you probably won't get the opportunity to do again, which would it be? And he actually said, John Constantine. That would be yeah. the one. Um, and I, for one, would love to see that. I would love it. I would, too, but uh, I think you would run into the same problem you ran into with uh, when they did the, the new Matrix film, um, which is that he's lost a bit of pep in his step. I don't think it would go over quite as well. But Now, this next one is going to fuck with your head, so James, take it away. This is a fun one. All right. Uh, multiple writers of the Hellblazer comics series have claimed to have seen John Constantine in real life. Like they were like out of the side of their eye or maybe they were glancing around and they saw someone that it was it was John Constantine. Yeah. But um 
some as recently as 2009. So multiple writers in this comic series will swear up and down they have met John Constantine, the actual character from the comic book. They've met him in real life. Either they've met him or they've seen him. Like like I said, you know, panning around, maybe out of the corner of your eye, you've seen yeah. it. And some people explain that away as, you know, because you're using your imagination to bring this character to life, there's a part of you that sees him in everyday life. And I get that. I get the psychology behind that. I do. Yeah. I really do. But now but, also there's a chance, like if you've ever read the Dark Tower series by Stephen King, uh, where the events are actually happening in another universe and Stephen's kind of like picking up on the – the story kind of like a, a radio transmission. So he's writing down what he thinks is an idea in his head, but he's actually hearing and seeing the lies these other people are leading. So maybe these guys are just tuning into an occult detective that is somehow uh, flying under the radar, saving the world from demons and having unprotected sex with lots of different people. It's, I mean, it's a possibility. I, you, so. you know, I wouldn't put it outside of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Exactly. But, yeah, so, hey, those were some fun facts, right, guys? They were fun and, and facts. facts. That's why they're called fun facts. Exactly. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the main event. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Nerdman Knowledge proudly presents to you... I'm on a highway to hell. Damn it. Highway to hell. I'm on a highway to hell. Highway to hell. Yeah, the name of the episode is just I'm on a highway to hell. But we wanted to sing it because it's fun. It is. So uh, we're just going to give you, as the character spotlights are, we're going to give you a brief history of John Constantine's life. Not everything that's ever been written about him in the comics, just the things that make him the person that he is. And then we'll talk about his power set, the things he's capable of, and maybe make a couple of musings on, on what we think about the character. Uh, so the first thing is the easiest one. John was born in Liverpool, England. His mother died during childbirth, and his father never got over it. So they had a very strained relationship. Also, uh, he supposedly strangled his twin in the womb, which is fucking crazy. That's, That's actually in, in, the, in the comic book. Like the, his, his brother was stillborn, and when they went back and visited, like he wrapped the umbilical cord around his brother's neck in the womb and killed him. That that's that's fucked up shit. Yeah, it's pretty and, messed up. And, and 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 folks, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and go ahead and tell you some of these facts about John Constantine may trigger you. Uh, we're gonna let you know this was written during a day and time where you wanted to make a good story. You wanted to make it, you know, uh, as as detailed as possible to kind of flesh out the character. Uh, it's not done deliberately to make fun of any situation. No. And that's what a lot of people nowadays have problems with older written material is it wasn't done to be offensive. It wasn't done because this is somebody's ideology of what is right and what is wrong. It's done to flesh out a character and make you understand their situation a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, the thing you have to remember when you're dealing with stuff like this is that um – you can't really take the standards of the things that we hold dear today and apply them retroactively to things that were written many, many, many years ago. Because things that we now understand are incredibly inappropriate. Back then, we're kind of just, you know, eh, yeah, it's, it's bad, but it's not anything that's like going to get anybody like killed or fired over or anything. But So, yeah, some of the stuff you're going to hear today is going to be kind of, oh, man. And we do apologize in advance, but we wanted to get you the full experience, let you understand the kind of person that John Constantine is. So Right. 
next, we're going to go to uh, John was born into a bloodline called the Laughing Magicians. Powerful sorcerers with the ability to bluff and trick gods. Yeah. You heard me right. Bluff and trick gods. God. And if you've seen the movie or the television show, you've seen it in action. Yeah. He does it constantly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So on the next train of fucked up, uh, his first real four-way into magic was a spell he cast when he was a young boy to lock away all of his childhood innocence and vulnerability. Oh, boy. Because, oh. see, folks, they say that this is this is part of the, the inner voice in your head that tells you, no, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. That is part of your inner child. That's part yeah. of the innocence that you're born Not with. Not only that, but, like, things affecting you emotionally, causing you pain, causing you grief. He just locked all that shit in a box and said, nah, I don't need this. <laughs> We're we're good, fam. Conscience? Who fucking needs that? Yeah, it's overrated. Constantine does have a little bit of a conscience. He does, but we'll we'll touch on that later. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. You're up, sir. Oh, no, you are up, sir. Uh, Okay, yeah. Okay, (laughs) fuck. Uh, Anyways, yeah, okay, it is my turn. He became involved with cult circles in the 1970s in New York, traveling the country and eventually becoming involved with Zatanna. Now, some of you may be familiar with Satana, the magician from the DC Universe. Um, she's been in Smallville. I think she was in Arrow on one time, too, as well. So, um, so he, he, while he's doing this, he becomes a fan of punk rock and starts his own band called Mucus Membrane. <laughs> like, I... It's a great punk band name. Don't get me wrong. Yes, it is. But like here we are, we're in his like early twenties, and he's already done all this shit. Now he's like, you know what? I'm gonna start a punk band. It's gonna be great. And that was what he decided to go with. So yeah, he did that. So. Mm-hmm. But after that, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> now next, now you, you go from being a magician who's good enough to lock your own childhood innocence and memories away. Yeah. Then you go create a punk rock band. What's the next step? You know what? I'm going to become a stage musician similar to Zatanna's father, Zatara, using real magic to entertain audiences. Yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know, Zatanna's father, Zatara, uh, is a magician as well. He knows real magic. He uses real magic to basically be David Copperfield. He's the best magician in the world, uh, and so he does great illusions and stuff like that. So John Constantine's like, that's a good way to make money. I'll do that, too. <laughs> So here's a, wow, okay, so here's where we we take a hard left turn into fucked upville. So John finds the remains of a magical orgy gone wrong where the monster was free to kill people. He summons a demon to fight the monster, but he uses the demon's wrong name. Now, for those of you who travel in magical circles or you're familiar with magical uh, things like that, you'll know that uh, names have power. Uh, in these particular areas, things like that, to different cultures and stuff like that. So if you use a demon's real name, you, you basically control the demon. Well, he used one of the demon's nickname. Uh, so it didn't go quite as well. Um, so he used the wrong name. So after the demon cre- killed the monster, he grabs the child and takes the child to hell. Yeah. Yeah. And Just, uh, uh, th- this, is, this is actually a very important detail because this actually is a defining thing for yeah. John Constantine. This uh, this starts his foray into um, bargains with demons and stuff like that. Yeah. Because uh, next, uh, he later frees the child and all the other children trapped in hell, but the tragedy stuck with him and drove him to be committed to an asylum. 
yeah, John did some time in a nut house. Yeah, because uh, dealing with the fact that he saved the child only to lose the child to a demon, and the demon was the child was taken to hell. Now, what I need you to understand is uh, between the time when he does this and when he frees these children, uh, about twenty years passes. So he's been stuck with that guilt for that long, and then he finally finds a ritual to do it to where he can free the children from hell. But by that time, it, the, 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 the emotional damage has already been done. Uh, not to mention the fact of the trauma that the children have gone through. Yeah. So, you know, he's got not only his guilt for fucking it up, but then he's got the guilt of, oh, my God, it took me 20 years. What the fuck did they go through? Yeah. yeah because, you know, insane. time works differently in hell. So yeah. 20 years here could have been a thousand years there. Who knows? Pretty much. <clears throat> yeah. Now, so uh, um, he's broken out of the asylum. He continues his life. And as he's going along... Uh, here's another defining moment. He comes to find out that he has terminal lung cancer. Absolutely. Now, we're going to delve into this a little bit later, folks, but why is this important, you ask? Because John is not a really overall good person. No, he's not. So he's pretty much aware that when he dies... He's going to hell. He's going to hell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. He is on the yeah, highway you ever, to you hell. Ever, you ever deal with those people? You talk to those people, and they're like, oh, I'm not worried, man. I, I know where I'm going. And you look at him and go, but do you really, though? Are you 100% sure? When John Constantine tells you that, you know, you know what? You're absolutely right, sir. You are going to hell. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I see that. I, 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 totally, get get I, I totally get it. I totally get it. I agree. I agree, sir. <laughs> Now, uh, he learned from a friend named Brendan that he'd sold his soul to the Fist of the Fallen. First. First of the Fallen. Excuse me. The First of the Fallen. The most powerful Lord of Hell. When the First shows up to collect Brendan's soul, John tricks him into drinking holy water, which (laughs) renders him helpless and makes him miss out on the soul. So, so, you got to understand here, okay? Uh, John knows when he dies, he's going to hell. What does he do? He fucks with he the fucks demons the demon of hell. <laughs> he fucks with them. Now, he fucks them, too. Don't yeah, get me wrong. But, but he fucks with he, them. He comes to get his buddy's soul. He's like, I'm going to hell anyway. Let's make this fun. And just makes the guy drink holy water. And then he's just like, oh, have a drink with me, mate, before you take him. Oh, yeah. why not? And then trust John. Oh, yeah. sure, John. Oh! John's so like, laying there. Can't collect the soul and just get taken back to hell. Soulless. <laughs> Can you imagine? You are the most powerful lord of hell. You go to collect the soul and you come back empty-handed. Your brother's like, what happened? You're like, oh, this human tricked me into drinking holy water. And then it's just... <laughs> you're the laughing stock of hell it, for the rest it, of the night. It's, it's one of two reactions. It's either you're the liking stock of hell, lacking, laughing stock of hell, or John Constantine. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the first eventually comes back to Earth. He tells John that when John dies, the first is going to make him suffer unprecedented torment. So John does what any normal man would do. He goes to hell and he sells his soul to the other two lords of hell. (laughs) (laughs) And when they figure out what happened, uh, they realize they can't let him die because if they let him die, it's going to be all out war in hell with all three factions warring against each other. So they're only left with one option. There's only one thing they can do. They cure John. Of, of his, his cancer. cancer. Now, folks, you can you can hate John Constantine's antics. You oh can my God! Hate, you can hate him for being a womanizing, manizing, demonizing, licentious bastard. Oh, licentious! I like that. 
<laughs> like the morals of the morals of a Catholic rabbit. There yeah, you go. This pleases me. I like that. <laughs> but you can hate John Constantine all you fucking want. But the just, man's just, a damn yeah, just genius. Pause for a moment and just think of the balls, <laughs> the fucking gall, the nerve, the wherewithal to make a deal with the other two guys who are the peers of the guy you fucked over. <laughs> Simultaneously fucking them over to the point where they have to ensure that you never die. <laughs> like it's just, it's unbelievable. <coughs> like about, that's some next level shit. How about audacity? Yes, yes. Just, uh, so remember earlier when we told you he was born into a line of magicians that had the ability to trick and like bluff with the gods. Here you go. This is your evidence of it. The next part though is a part that's really going to fuck with you. Constantine reaches out to God. Yeah, I'm going to just stop right there. Let that sink <laughs> the in. The capital G. <laughs> Constantine reaches out to God and warns him that if he lets his soul go to hell, he'll take over and it will be bad. God agrees to protect his soul, but warns him there will be consequences. So not only did he fuck over everybody in hell and get a get out of hell free card, basically, because... But then he goes to God. He's like, you know what? If you let me die, I'm I'm just going to take over hell, and it's going to be way worse. And he's like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Again, the absolute unmitigated audacity. It's unfucking believable. When you read it, you're like, that did not happen. You're like, oh shit, that did happen. Holy <laughs> fucking hell! Okay, again, we say that did happen. It happened in a storyline, not in yeah. real life. If a person in real life led John Constantine's life, like he would be in the news every fucking day, just because yeah he was walking down the street the street cleared we get it no there, there would be nothing else on news there'd be no politics there'd be no covid there'd be no movies there'd be we'd all be watching tv it'd be like the truman show but with john constantine we'll be just watching and see what this crazy fucker did next but yeah so that that's basically the, the life and times of the start of how john constantine came to be john constantine which i think we can all agree it's fucking bonkers so <laughs> So now we're going to get into uh, what are John's powers, what are his abilities. So, James, take it away, sir. <laughs> Boy, you're going to love these, folks. Yeah. You're going to absolutely love these. John is a sorcerer, obviously. Yeah. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Cast spells, conjure items, teleport, turn invisible, necromancy, create illusions, even time travel. He can do basically anything. Yeah. He is one of the most broken characters he really is. in DC. Now, uh, in the comic books, he's <laughs> referred to as a warlock. That's what they call him because he uses dark magic to fuel most of his things. But, I mean, it, it's, it's more apt to call him a sorcerer because he's an innate magic user. That's what a sorcerer is. Um, and, of course, he has used good spells from occasion. That's why we refer to him as a sorcerer. But yeah, he, he can do pretty much whatever he wants. Well, loosely based, he misused good spells. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, at that point, there's nothing he can't do. So saying he has like a power level is his only limitation is his own morals, which James was alluding to earlier. Like, he has a moral compass. Um, he does what he thinks is good for the betterment of humanity. And if there is someone he feels a personal attachment to, which happens on occasion, it does happen on occasion, he will try to fight for that person. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but for the most part, John can really give two shits. You can see this a lot in the uh, the DC animated films, uh, all of the ones that John Constantine is featured in. Like, he has a... Uh, he has a strong uh, relationship with Batman. Yeah. Uh, they're very good friends. Uh, he still has a lot of feelings for Zatanna. 
Uh, you see that in the, in the uh, cartoons as well. Um, which, by the way, if you haven't seen Justice League Dark or Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, watch them. They're fantastic. Because they were good enough to get the John Constantine in my book, Mr. Matt Ryan, to voice the character. So. Yes. So he is also a master level detective, almost on par with Batman, because he is a detective. He helps find people, search for things, that kind of thing. Now, he, of course, his detective work is augmented with magic, so he's got a bit of an edge uh, that way towards Batman. But, of course, Batman has access to the wealth of knowledge from the Bat computer, from Oracle, uh, from his years of training with the League of Shadows. So he's still better, but just by a slight edge. Uh, but the thing is, is a lot of Constantine spells and magic for tracking things deals with supernatural. Like he's tracking a ghost, a banshee, a demon, yeah. uh, an angel, what have you. Not to mention, now, he's also got to reach out to people to ask for favors to help fuel the magic to track things. So it's a, it's a you know a trade-off. But, right. But he's almost as good as Batman. Yeah. Just his own skill alone. Yeah. Now, uh, he is also, sorry, you take this one. No, that's you. Oh, okay. Now, he is also a competent martial artist. Yeah, yeah, he, he actually knows. Hand-to-hand hand combat. Yeah, he's actually really good. Uh, however, he's also more famously known for his uh, being a master of sarcasm and wielding his quick wit. Yes. So if you read the comic books or go uh, do any like research online, you'll find out that he's actually very reluctant to use magic. He prefers to use his own brain to think his way out of situations, which he does a lot. Uh, like, I, oh, I don't know, selling his soul to both the other lords of hell so the third level of third lord of hell <laughs> couldn't kill him. Uh, you know, tricking the first of the fallen into drinking holy water. That wasn't magic. He just tricked him. Yeah, he just straight up tricked him. Like, here, you want a shot of vodka? This smells funny. Yeah, it's German. German vodka? Whatever, bro. Oh, oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, probably his most important power, in my opinion, uh, is the fact that he knows all of the routes in and out of the afterlife. Heaven, hell, purgatory, all of them. And so he can use those to return from the dead. Because, believe it or not, there were times when John Constantine was dead to rights. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Like, it was, his time had come. Here you go. You're in the afterlife. He would get to hell, trick his way out of situations to where it bought him time to get to an exit. And he would hit the exit before anybody knew what the fuck was going on and would be like, where the fuck's John? And he's one of the very few people uh, in the universe that know these paths. So it's not like anybody. He's gonna, once he can get to it, he doesn't have to worry about anybody finding him. He's already back on Earth by the time you realize. Mm-hmm. So, like, John, I saw you died yesterday. Yeah, you know, it was just a bit of a, a scratch, mate. I'm back in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck else can you fucking say? <laughs> you can't. It's, it's, just, just, the dude is insane. Uh, and uh, he's a really interesting character to me because, uh, like, he obviously had a real shitty upbringing. Uh, and that did a lot to shape the person that he eventually became. But, um, you know, everything that he he's done, he did... Uh, well, I can't say he did it in it wasn't selfish because obviously he wants to stay alive. Uh, but he he wants to stay alive because he views himself as that thin red line between, you know, all of hell being unleashed on the earth um, and protecting humanity. Like he takes that upon himself, right. which I guess sort of makes him a hero. Maybe anti-hero is a better word. I would say I would go for anti-hero. But um, 
you know, but at the same time, uh, he, he's he's a genuinely good person. Now, the reason we say that you know, even though he's a good person, he's, he's not going to heaven is because you know, being good only gets you so far. When the good that you do, you do in your own self interest. Yeah. So, uh, but don't get me wrong. Has has John Constantine put himself in harm's way, and it was not self serving? Yes, yes, he has. Uh, again, to protect humanity because he feels like he is. Uh, you know, I am the line in the sand. I am, yeah. you know, if hell's going to take over Earth, it's going to have to get through me. I'm the last line. I am, you know. I, Which, I mean, I, is, I, is I a very commendable quality, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, John Constantine, for all of the bad, all of the shit we've told you about what he's done, his um, uh, carnal relationships. Yes, of a variety, and we mean a variety. Yeah, so uh, John is a self-professed uh, bisexual. He uh, enjoys the company of both men and women. Uh, he also prefers the company of demons. Um, uh, he has actually uh, been in a relationship with the daughter of the first of the fallen. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So the guy he tricked into drinking holy water then fucked over so he couldn't get his soul. Like, yeah, he also banged his daughter. So just put that in whatever box you need to put it in to comprehend it. This is why the first of this is part of the many reasons why the first of the fallen wanted to give John an especially, especially special torment. Yeah. Now, if you, uh, if you watch, if you've seen the film, uh, you know, right when, uh, John decides to, uh, trigger warning, uh, commit suicide, um, in the hospital. Uh, while he's waiting, and then Lucifer comes down to see him, and the first words out of his mouth are like, "Oh, I have such wonderful things planned for you," um, and that's when John's like, "Oh, well, you know, Gabriel's in the other room, you know, getting ready to bring your son out," and he's like, "What?" At first, he he gets in his face and he's like, "You're lying." He goes, "Go look." So he goes back there. He sees. He comes back and he's like, "Oh, well, you were telling the truth," and John's getting ready to die, and that's like when he realizes that. John's getting ready to go to heaven because he did a good deed. He he saved a person's life. So what does the devil do? It cures him of his cancer. Same thing the, first, the, the other two lords of hell did uh, to keep him on earth. So, you know, that was a plan in the making for a while, and John made it pay off easily. So, I mean, that's the caliber of person you're looking at right there. He's not above making a deal with a demon, uh, but he's doing it for maybe the right reasons, I guess you could say. Yeah, uh, in the movie, uh, when the when the devil realizes John just kind of saved his ass, he's like, uh, "What do you want? Another twenty years?" And John's like, "The girl's sister. Let her let her soul go." Yep. And that's what he does. That's the one that when the devil's trying to drag John back to hell, all of a sudden John's body gets super fucking heavy. It really does. <laughs> and let's not let's forget that as he's floating up to heaven, he, he turns back and devil. gives the devil the finger. He flips the devil off. <laughs> Say it again, James. Say it again. He flips the devil off on his way to heaven. And, and what is that, James? He flips him the bird. Yes, he gives. But what the is the middle it's, finger? It's the sheer fucking audacity. <laughs> the oh yeah the. Unmitigated audacity. Yes. There it is. So that's the kind of guy that John Constantine is. Now, I am going to go ahead and go on record as saying that uh, I think it's an absolute travesty that the Constantine TV series did not last longer than it did. Matt Ryan was perfectly cast as John Constantine. Um, he has a look. He has the the accent, like everything. He's perfect. Uh, and if you've watched any of the animated films that he was in or 
uh, any of the episodes of Legends of Tomorrow or the Arrowverse shows he's been on, you can attest to how great he is. Yes. Uh, there's also an animated series on uh, CW's website called The CW Seed, uh, where John Constantine or Matt Ryan is still voicing the characters. You can go check that out as well. Um, unfortunately, the only iteration you have of Keanu Reeves' Constantine is the movie. You can check that out as well. But Hellblazer Comics, I don't know if they're still being published. Um, I believe they are, uh, but they're available uh, for purchase. You can check those out. They also have graphic novels. So make sure you check out the character. He's, he's a very interesting character, a, v- a very fun character, and a very batshit crazy character all rolled into one. So Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> that's going to wrap it up on John Constantine. <laughs> it really is. Give it to me one more time, James. The unmitigated, unmitigated audacity. audacity. <laughs> yes, there we go. I feel like that's going to be a shirt set. It, it really is. It's going to have to be. <laughs> and it's just going to it's just gonna say nerdum knowledge on the back. It's going to say the unmitigated, unmitigated audacity. audacity. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, so, uh, But before we let you go, we've got to give you a keyword. And yes, so we do. This week's keyword is very simple. Uh, we mentioned uh, that John Constantine was in a relationship with another uh, DCEU magician, a pretty young girl whose name starts with Z. So if you know that, that's going to be your keyword for this week. Make sure you send it to the email address that we provided for you earlier. And, of course, don't forget to do that to also not only get entered for the Nerd Nest, but for the Lightsaber Giveaway. Presented by SaberMasters.com. Absolutely, folks. So... Uh, Jerry, any final thoughts? <laughs> John Constantine is the fucking man, dude. He's the goat. That's what I'm going to say right here. His his superpower, other than magic, is unmitigated audacity. I like it. <laughs> oh, but folks, what can you bring to the team? Well, uh, I know magic, and I have unmitigated audacity. All right. Well, welcome to the Justice League, sir. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm going to go have sex with your sister now. What? <laughs> I, I, that's my superpower, unmitigated audacity. I'll be right back. Well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. we got to let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. So, uh, <laughs> oh. oh, hang on, folks. Hang on. Unmitigated me... <laughs> audacity. <laughs> that's like when he shouts when he goes like up, up, and away. It's unmitigated <laughs> audacity. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, this has been no <laughs> Thank you for listening to us once again. Tune in next week for our next episode. But, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. This has been Nerdum Knowledge. I'm James. I'm Jerry. And, and we, we are, are first pick for podcast and last pick in Dodgeball. I couldn't even fucking say it right. We'll, just, we'll catch you next week. When we will bring you more unmitigated audacity. See you guys next week. See you then. (laughs) 